G'day and welcome to episode 4 of the Cigar Box Guitar Builder Podcast. This is Adam Harrison and um, you can find me at birdwoodguitars.com. You can find me on Facebook at Birdwood Guitars, Cigar Box Guitars. And uh, I've got a page as well, Facebook page. You can find me on Instagram um, where I love chucking up pictures. And uh, of course here at uh, Podbean where I am putting up these podcasts. And big, huge, huge thank you to our uh, subscribers and to all of those fantastic people who've listened over the last couple of weeks. Um, It has just been really, really wonderful. And it's a real learning curve. So I really want to thank you for putting up with uh, some slightly, some slight feedback, not feedback, but there's a little bit of reverb and things happening. So I'm trying to figure out better ways to make sure to record these podcasts. Because uh, at the moment I'm using the mobile phone, and uh, last week when I was chatting to uh, Greg Hornsby uh, about his uh, about his build, uh, we were going through Messenger on the iPad and recording using the voice recorder on the phone. So uh, I spoke to Mark Wilmot from MRWS and Mortal Coil Pickups and uh, Mark's actually given me some, some good ideas on, on ways to hopefully record uh, a little, maybe a little cleaner in the, uh, in the future. But for now, we'll, um, you know, we'll battle on and uh, I've had some, um, had some nice comments back for people who've enjoyed the podcasts and it's been it's it's very you know the enthusiasm's there and I'm really glad about that I'm hoping you know we'll start small and and hopefully we'll build up and and we'll get a really good following and it's all dependent on you guys uh, at the end of the day it's um, all going to be based on your feedback it's all going to be based on uh, the information they put through onto the group any of those new builds that we're doing. I'm really looking forward to seeing what Greg can do with that ukulele that he's talking about building. Um, as I said, I'm, I'm in the process of building a uke at the moment as well. It's nearly done. Uh, there's been a couple of small stuff-ups uh, on it, which, you know, I'll put it down to the learning curve. It's only the second one I've done. I did one about two years ago, which worked out quite nicely, actually. It was rather cool. Uh, this one's more of a traditional one where I've actually bolted the neck onto the side of the box and put a retaining block on the inside of the box and frame the inside of the box and sound wise it actually sounds really really cool it's got some nice uh, just, it's got a nice timber and timber so anyway sorry excuse the pun once again I'm recording in my car it is a case of trying to find the time and thinking about things that I wanted to talk about and uh, at the moment uh, the big thing for me is pickups um, so I wanted to talk about the different types of pickups that people are using, uh, or I suppose I'll talk about the different types of pickups that, that I use, and some su- success that I've had, some failures that I've had, um, I suppose expectations that we as players and our customers would have regarding the sound that they're going to get from a particular type of pickup. Um, so. Let's think about this. We got two. There's two basic types of pickups that, that, that we will use. And we'll use uh, piezo pickup or piezo pickup. Um, I'm going to choose to say piezo pickup. 
I still can't tell which one's which, but you know what I mean. And I generally prefer the, the 25mm disc pickups. Now I've used some rod pickups before and they seem pretty cool, but I actually quite enjoy using the disc pickups myself. Um, it's just, I suppose, what I like. It's a personal thing. And, you know, it's uh, and the other type of pickup, of course, that we use would be a magnetic pickup, which is the type of thing you would find in an electric guitar. And I suppose there's that, um, there's that interesting thing where you've got two different types of guitar. You've got acoustic guitars, which when we're talking about traditional guitars now, you've got acoustic guitars and you've got solid body electric guitars. And then of course you've got your, your, your semi-hollow bodies and things like that, which is that in-between ground. Um, and of course we generally find that acoustic guitars will utilise piezo pickups of some form or another. And generally uh, electric guitars will use magnetic pickups. And you know, for some of those uh, more adventurous builders, they may use those bridge saddles that have the piezo uh, pickups in them as well. So you can definitely get a little bit of a blend. Um, let's talk about piezo pickups first, I suppose. And uh, look, I love, I love piezo pickups. I really, really do. And I really enjoy the sound that I get from a piezo pickup. Um, but when I first started building cigar box guitars, what I found was that I was never a hundred percent happy with the tone. It was, it was to me and to, and to my ear, it was always a little bit tinny. So the first three or four that I made, I didn't have any pickups in at all. They were purely acoustic guitars, uh, without you know, without the piezo pickup. And then when I started moving into the piezo pickups, I'd copy a lot of the, you know, the videos online um, on on YouTube, etc., that that showed placing the pickup on. On the you know on the on the soundboard of the of the um, of the guitar, and the idea of course would be that you know when you strum the strings that the the timbre would vibrate you get that you get that the vibration transferring through the piezo into an electrical signal of some sort that creating the sound. And I did used to play around with them. I'd sometimes I'd put the piezo pickup on you know on the uh, on the lid. And I, I would have it, you know, there might be one on the bass side, there might be one on the treble side. It, it, it was all a case of playing around and finding that sweet spot, finding where is it going to fit, where is it going to do. And it was a little while later, and it was through researching and researching and researching and thinking, how can I, what can I do to improve the tone of piezo pickup? Because the piezo pickups to me, they were too tinny. They were really brassy and they were very, they were very high pitched. And I went through a period of time trying to solve that problem by using double-sided tape, but not the normal tape. I used the foam tape, and I'd, I'd buy them in foam squares. So I'd stick the first square. I'd basically sandwich the piezo in between the two pieces of foam, and then stick that to the lid of the box. Um, and I had some success with that. It wasn't too bad. Um, some problems that were associated with it, though, were if the the sticking agent, if the if the gum or whatever that was that was applied to the to the foam pads wasn't very good, 
it maybe could come off in really, really cold weather, or it could come off in very hot weather. Um, so there was that type of that situation where a couple kind of came off, and I just I wasn't a hundred percent happy. So then I'd end up taping over the top of it, and I wasn't very happy with the sound still at that point. I was happier, but just not a, not really happy. So then I started playing around with the idea of using hot glue. And I've got a funny story about hot glue. About two years ago, it would have been October 2014, there I was at the Sydney Blues and Roots Festival at Windsor. And, and we've just done one this year. I missed last year. Did this one again this year. And it was really comfortable. A little bit drizzly every now and again, but it was a really lovely, comfortable day. Temperatures around, you know, the, the high 20 degrees Celsius mark. Well, 2014 was not such an event. 2014 was the very, I bought a tent. I bought a really, really cheap little tent. Uh, you know, three by three, three meter by three meter tent. And up it went. The guitars went up and, you know, we had little issues with, with tent poles not quite being strong enough a couple of them bent a little bit and it was a little bit windy and it was a little bit a bit rainy at, in times but probably the biggest problem was the fact that inside the tent this particular summer was a particularly hot summer or spring I should say because it was only October and the temperature inside the tent got up upwards of 50 degrees Celsius it was nearly 50 degrees. It was a 47 degree day or 46 degree day. And inside the tent, because there wasn't a vent in the tent, in the roof area, the temperature was even hotter than it was outside. So I'm estimating it must have been, it must have been touching the 50 degrees Celsius mark. It was insane. It was, it was literally insane. We we're going through water like there was no tomorrow. And the hot glue was melting. So, it was getting to a point with the temperature where I was actually saying to customers, and being a very honest person that I am, explaining, look, it's insanely hot. And I was at the time using hot glue to hot glue the sound hole cover, to glue the sound hole covers around the little sound holes, little rivets, or um, I did get those ones from, uh, the little mesh ones from um, CB Giddy. And I actually found that they were, that they were melting off this is the same year that I caught up with a, with a couple of guys that, that have ended up becoming really great mates, you know, from, um, from, uh, from Orca Band, uh, Tiny and Neil. Bought a couple of guitars from me and, at, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're absolutely fantastic guys. So go and check them out. Anyway, just small, I digress. Orca Band, go and check them out. There's an EP available. Go and, they are just Shazam, man. They're awesome. And uh, I was lucky enough to see them live a couple of weeks ago, watching them play at the City Blues and Roots Festival. And let me tell you, that's, they, they put on a damn good show. And uh, anyway, the hot glue was melting. And it was just, yeah. So I, I have become wary of hot glue. But I have a plan. Just like any, any, any good builder, any good smarty pants, I have a plan. And I thought, what would I do? How about instead of sticking this piezo pickup on the lid of the boxes, why don't I jam the piezo disc in between the, the stick itself, or the through neck, and the top of the box? So what I did was, I used, a, I think it's a Brad Point bit, or a, 
one of the wide disc bits that you... That, I'm terrible with tools. I can use the tools, but I can't remember the names of the tools. Uh, I basically used my, my drill press and a fairly wide... It's kind of like a spade bit, but it's not quite a spade bit. Anyway, and what I do is I use a 25mm spade bit. I'm going to call it a spade bit. And I actually just take out a little piece of the neck. I only go down by about possibly three millimetres. And what I do when I'm ready to actually close the box up and connect the PZO, so once the PZO is wired up to either the volume tone and the output jack, once that's all set up and ready to go, I actually have that little recess and it's just below and slightly in front of the bridge. And I actually fill that a little bit with hot glue. I then put the disc into the hot glue and put more hot glue over the top sandwiched in and then just before I close the lid up I actually use glue to actually because I personally I like the lid glued to the through neck now some people say no 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 don't do that some people like an area tone I find the guitars sound absolutely fantastic either way I know there's builders out there who uh, Daddy Mojo for example uh, I've looked at builds by um, um, uh, Mike, um, oh, the name's escaping me now. He's great. He's one of my faves too. It's just getting, this is terrible, terrible. I'll come up with his name in just a second. And um, there's a couple of really great builders out there. They've got some fantastic videos about building guitars. And they, basically, the lid gets attached straight onto the box as well. Because it just transfers the sound. And I like the way it sounds personally. It's, it's got a great sound to me. And it also means that if I can do it that way, I minimise feedback. I found it actually minimised, took the treble off, it boosted the mids, you get a little bit more bass, and it just, it kills that tinniness and kills a lot of the feedback that you get from having the piezo on the lid. And please, please, please don't take me the wrong way. If, you know, this is just the way I like to do it. I'm not saying my way is the best way, it's just the way I like to do it. That's all. Um, again, I'm not being a smarty pants. It's just the way I like to do it. If you like putting it on the lid and if you've got your way of making them sound awesome on the lid, and I did hear one uh, at the Blues and Roots Festival, so a fellow that had, had one there, and he actually attached his to the lid. Um, it just didn't work for me. It was just simply didn't work for me. But his guitar sounded really, really good as well. Um, so maybe he's got a little bit of magic that I'm not using. I'm using a different kind of mojo, so who knows. Um, so anyway, once that's closed up, the piezo pickup is caught in that recess. It's, it's embedded in that hot glue in between the, the top of the neck and the box lid. It's a little more difficult when I'm doing a flip top because, as you know, you, you've basically got to slide that all the way through. And uh, it's a little more tricky to do. Um, in those cases, I, tend, I do tend to put the piezo underneath in the same recess, same idea, but instead actually have it underneath the uh, underneath the, the through neck uh, timber. So I'll probably put some pictures up on the group just to uh, demonstrate what I do. And if you want to give it a go, if you're not doing it that way, and you decide you want to give it a shot, give it a shot, let us know how you do. Um, but that for me is a really great way of um, applying the piezo pickup and get, getting it, getting rid of that tinniness that, you know, and again, I'll say that I don't like. 
and, uh, and, and having things work for me. And that's the piezo pickup. Uh, the rod pickups I have used, uh, I didn't mind the tone, I didn't mind the sound. Like I said, uh, I'm not knocking them, but again, they just, just didn't work for me as much. And I've used a couple of the preamps and things like that with the rod piezo into the preamp. Hey, I don't mind it, it's all right. Um, it's, it's all cool. But uh, it just, the, the, disc for, the discs for me just work nicely. And it's probably also a habit. Because I've used them now and I've been doing them for two and a half years now, it's just something that I really like. Anyway, let's move on to magnetic pickups, all right? Uh, magnetic pickups, wow. Where do, where do you start? Single coil, humbucking, P90. Uh, these are... There's a, there's a huge variety of, of pickups that you can get. Um, I am a big fan of trashy pickups. I have to say, uh, I, I do love microphonic, trashy, nasty pickups that, you know, at the end of the day, man, I ain't building a Les Paul, you know? I'm not building the Stratocaster. I have Les Paul. I have Les Paul. I have a Les Paul. I've got a Strat. I love them. They're awesome. They do an amazing job. Um, I'm really, really, really into uh, 60s Japanese guitars at the moment. I've just over the last couple of months, I've bought a couple. I've bought a, both of them. Are, um, one's a Kawaii and uh, another one's uh, an Audition uh, guitar. And these things use, oh, man, it's just the, the pickups are just so... They're stonky, man. They're just... They're, they're, ah! Dropping things all over the place. Excuse me. My apologies. Um, they, they're just... They're awesome. You know, they just sound so intense and amazing. And they've got their own voices. Uh, you know, it's just, they're single coil. And they sound great. But I love trashy pickups. I love going on eBay and looking up real trashy pickups on eBay. And I've got a ridiculous collection of, of really crazy pickups, you know, that I'm just, oh, wow, look at that, give it a go, go and give it a try, and yeah, some of them, some of them are not great, and some of them are just like, wow, yeah, I'll get that again, um, uh, CB Giddy had, uh, some really great ones, ones that I used in Beauty, they were kind of like a, um, the Diamond kind of look, uh, about them, uh, some gold, I think they're, they're a gold kind of mini humbucker, which was really great. Mark at MRWS does, uh, you know, he's got a really great range of pickups uh, pickups as well. Um, Wade Costenbader from the States, he's in the States. He's, um, he does his own uh, uh, gold foils, uh, like uh, Tesco style um, single coil pickups. Uh, I've bought one off him that's gonna go into, I'm hoping it's gonna go into uh, that four, uh, a four-string solid-body guitar that I'm currently uh, in the process of building, um, and of course, you know, the, my favourite pickups, which are the, um, the the mortal coil pickups that that Mark makes uh, up in um, you know up in Queensland and uh, here in Australia, and those are beyond anything are uh, my favourite favorite pickups to use that's the reason I use them in my you know in my flagship guitar my own one you know it's just the lightning boy um, 
I have I, I give options for for humbucking tones, you know, for humbucking pickups as well. I'm still trying to get Mark. Maybe we'll be able to talk to Mark about and find out what's going on with the humbuckers. But uh, we'll see. And you know, and, and Mark also makes a fantastic pickup for me. You know, which is the slit, which is that slimline, uh, a slimline pickup as well called a. Um, uh, a flatline pickup, and that's that's a really that's a low profile pickup, and I am just I, I absolutely love those, and I, I put those in a lot of the um, Rolling Thunder guitars that I do, uh, and they're they're just a, they just have a great just a great grunt, you know, and and these pickups are just they're single coil, but because they're very flat, the wire itself it's 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 instead of being tall. Uh, and wrapped around, wrapped around the uh, the poles, uh, you know, in, in height. What they lack in height, they gain in width. And to me, they're almost a P90. You know, to me, I, I would compare the sound more with a P90 pickup than I would uh, a traditional single coil, like a Fender single coil pickup. So they're they're they got more of that that Gibson mid range honk that that I love. I, I love that mid range kind of sound. You know. Uh, so for me, they really, really work well. And then there's the, you know, those awesome drop-in pups as well, and uh, and uh, they're great. And the fact he's using Aussie timbers and, and and doing some beautiful, beautiful timber work with that, we'll we'll find out more about that later, no doubt. I'm hoping. And um, but these are the kind of pickups that we use, you know. And whether you wire them up to a volume control or whether you wire them, wire them up to uh, a tone control or straight to an output jack. Uh, there's pros and cons to magnetic pickups, and uh, for some of you, I know I'm, I'm kind of t- I'm talking to the to the converted. You know what you like doing, but you know this this is you know obviously you know I'm talking to people who are maybe you know getting into into some builds. Maybe they've done piezos before. They haven't you know looked at electric you know uh, electric guitar pickups before, or you know or just shooting the breeze with you about it. Maybe you agree with me, or maybe you disagree with me, and you're throwing the you're throwing your radio across the room. I don't know. And, uh, you know, the, the thing with these pickups is that they all have, they all have really a, um, their strengths and they all have their, um, have their weaknesses. And the, the big thing is it depends on the sound that you really want to go for. You know, it's the, when you look at a guitar that speaks to you and it says, you know what, I want to tear it up. I want to really play some, some really, really, really hard rock. I want to play this thing through a Marshall stack. I, I want the walls to be bleeding when I'm playing this guitar. And you go for a humbucker. It's as simple as that. You want to go for something, you know, you want to play Slayer on a slide or something like that, you know, you're going to have to go for a humbucker. It's, it's as simple as that because you don't get the 60 cycle hump. You know, they're as quiet as a mouse except when you want to play them. You know, you don't get that. It's the, you know, there, there's none of that ambient noise. You're not getting the, that, that buzzing kind of a sound as long as you earth your, earth your, you know, earth the pickup, of course. But you're not going to get, you know, very much. You don't really need to shield the box. You know, there's not very, very little in the way of shielding that you need to do with a, with a humbucking pickup. Um, whereas with a P90 pickup or a single core pickup, you've got inherent buzz. You've got 60 cycle hum. Uh, you're going to get it. And you know, for the for our guitars, for these types of things, for these cigar box guitars, it's it's, it's part of the package. They're low fi You know, as I said, I'm not building a I'm not building a Les Paul. 
you know, I'm not building, you know, a, a Parker Fly. I'm not building, um, you know, a, 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 a Shaw or a Tom Anderson guitar or something like that. This is not. It's a cigar box guitar. It's lo-fi. It's trashy blues, bar room, you know, rock and roll. It's it's noisy. It's punk. It's it's attitude. You know, it's the deep south. You know, it's the blues. It's folksy, it's, you know, it's roots, and it's a bit dirty, you know, it's a bit grungy. It's, I don't think I want to build a cigar box guitar that's completely clean. I, I, I think it needs to have a little bit of attitude, you know, even a little bit microphonic or something like that, you know. I love, you know, playing the, playing the cigar box guitar and then, you know, with the piezo, shouting into the box. Your voice comes through the amplifier because it's picking up the vibrations. You know that's 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 a piezo pickup, <laughs> but you could probably do that with some really cheap pickups too. But they're more, a bit more funny. Um, you know, and here's the deal. I think what I'm going to say is what it really comes down to is what you want to do with the guitar. Um, you know, a single core pickup is going to have 60 cycle hum. It's what I do with my guitars when I'm using them, depending on what I want to do, depending on how clean I want the sound, if I want to try and minimise the 60 cycle hum, uh, what I'm doing now is using uh, copper foil uh, on the inside, shielding foil on the inside of the, of the cigar box, and actually trying to create a cage with the, um, the, that encompasses it, the, the, the tone and the volume controls and the output jack, uh, as much as possible, but at the same time, with some other guitars that I'm that I'm doing, for example, the you know the Rolling Thunder guitars, I don't. You know, I let it have that kind of sound. I let it be a little bit dirty. I let it be a bit grungy. I let it be you know have that little bit of buzz. As long as I earth that puppy, you know, I'm happy, and, and that's the sound I'm going for. Um, and again. It depends on the amplifier and the job that you want to give that you want to give the pickup you know if you're going to play this thing in front of you know it, it, through a Marshall stack or you know a, a dual rectifier or something huge you know and you want it to be super clean we'll go for a humbucker use a humbucker pickup you know pick a guitar if you're a c customer out there, you know, and if you're buying, and I know if I'm buying, I, I, you have to buy based on the pickup. What's the job that you want to do? You know, if I want to play Metallica through a Marshall stack, I'm not going to buy, you know, a, a, an acoustic guitar. You know, I'm not going to buy a Telecaster to play Slayer. It's not going to work. The pickup's wrong. It's it's the wrong tone. It's the wrong sound. Whereas if I want to play some Springsteen. Telecaster kicks butt. Strat, yeah, great. Even P90 pickup, you know, with the, you know, uh, you know, it's gonna work. If I want to play blues, if I want to play some real Delta blues, just that, and I want to put a little bit of crunch into the amplifier and touch. I want it to break up just a little bit, you know, and I'm gonna put it through just a crunch set, a little bit of a crunch setting. That I go for a you know a mortal coil pickup. I want to get that ace early ACDC tone without all of the you know without all of the production. Go for those early album tones. I'm gonna to go for a, you know I'll go for a mortal coil single coil pickup. You know I'll go for you know a, 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 
a Strat style pickup. Even one of those awesome little, you know, those awesome little pickup combos that you can get. Uh, I know that Mark sells the, 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 the I think he does the single coil uh, combos. Um, I do them on my site. I've got I've got a few that few of them there, and I use them on quite a few quite a few guitars every now and again. They come you know pre-wired with a volume and a tone control. Uh, I know that that's what Greg used in in his coffin guitar, and they have a great little sound. They've got an awesome sound, you know. But they have their sound, and that's the thing, you know. Don't buy a piezo pickup cigar box guitar if you want to run it through, you know, a 100-watt Marshall stack with saturated gain. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. It doesn't, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like plugging in, you know, plugging in a, a, an acoustic guitar with any piezo pickup into a great big, mar you know, into a big amp and reefing up the volume. What's going to happen? You're going to get feedback. You know, it's going to squeal, it's going to bite, it's going to tear your face off. It's not designed for that. It's the wrong job. Whereas, you know, if you plug that thing in, if you wind that gain down a little bit, play it clean, put a little tiny bit of crunch in, just give it that real little bit of dirtiness, now it's going to work for you. Now it's going to happen, you know. And, and that ultimately is, I suppose, our job as builders, and our job as consumers is to know what kind of pickup we either want to put into a guitar or what kind of pickup we want to buy with our guitar. Uh, and that I think is a really, uh, you know, a really important point to make. The pickup can make or break your instrument. Absolutely can make or break your instrument, depending on what you want to do with it. Uh, but as customers, we also need to be very mindful of the type of pickup that we purchase, either as builders or the type of pickup that we purchase um, with a guitar. Make sure that we get the right one. And from my point of view, when I'm selling guitars, whether I'm selling them on eBay or whether I'm selling those guitars through my own website, I have a no questions asked money back guarantee. Seven days, you got a guarantee. I think that's really important as a builder because sometimes you will sell to someone who just doesn't know. They look at something and they go, oh yeah, that'll work. You know, maybe maybe they're not sure. Maybe that maybe they just, just didn't figure out that a piezo pickup, you know, through through a big stack is not necessarily going to work. So you know, the way we build and the reason we build and um, the idea that we have when we build a guitar, the customer might have a different idea for the application. So I think we need to make sure that we protect our customer and protect ourselves and, and reputations as builders by making sure that we offer and, you know, and, and honour uh, a good, you know, refund policy. Anyway, we're getting off the subject of pickups, but I think that is an important statement, mate. So anyway, um, you know, we'll, um, we'll, uh, we'll keep going. Now I'm standing on my decking now. It's uh, Sunday night and I'm thinking to myself, I think I've gone over most things in relation to magnetic pickups and PGO pickups. Um, obviously, these are just my experiences. And having said that, there's going to be a, a huge range of other builders out there who do things differently and um, 
And, you know, the whole idea of something like this is that we celebrate, you know, those differences and we learn from each other. I'm hoping that's what's going to happen out of, out of, um, out of these podcasts. Uh, again, big thank you to all those people who've subscribed. Um, look forward to trying to um, organise some more interviews with... Um, obviously, being here in Australia, we're going to try and tee things up with a couple of people in America um, and, you know, elsewhere around the world, but it's just going to be a question of uh, timing and, and getting things kind of in sync, I suppose. So anyway, look, um, to finish things off, there's a fantastic band up here in the Blue Mountains called Orca Band, um, and a couple of guys uh, I know personally out of that band, Neil and Tiny, uh, they do a fantastic job. I saw them uh, a few weeks ago at the Sydney Blues and Roots Festival at Windsor, and uh, and they just they, they just blew everyone away. They're fantastic. So look, with um, no further ado, we're going to play one of their songs just to just to leave the podcast today. And it's a song called Badass.
your own dark. Mm.